Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. You guys, tonight has been a night for me, pretty epic. Um, it started with a nice episode of Invincible, pretty cool. Um, I actually didn't finish the whole entire thing because of just everything else that was coming out tonight. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, actually, well, oh, I want to spoil it, but I'm not going to do that. Um, but that was, that was really cool. A good, good, uh, good episode. Very emotional last episode. That was a way to have the season end. And yeah, there's a lot that I want to talk about with that one, but I'll probably do that later. Um, I actually want to talk about right now Mortal Kombat. And, you know, I'm going to watch it again, actually, because I want to watch it twice. Not right now. I'm, I'm actually really excited. I watched all that. Like, I watched one after the other. Um, I watched uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier at midnight. And then I went into Mortal Kombat only because I don't like to be spoiled on Facebook or whatever about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I wanted to watch it, you know, and I think it came out for me at like 11.50. I don't know the times anymore of these things because, you know, WandaVision was at midnight every week, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me has been coming out at like 11.50 pretty much each week. So I don't know what that's about. I have no idea. Um, Anyway, Mortal Kombat, this movie. So... What can I say? Um, amazing in, in in when it comes to the fighting and, and all that. I really, I mean, this movie goes there. Let's just say that. this movie is is definitely on par with the games as far as like not being afraid to show fatalities, not you know showing some move sets. And there's a lot of cursing in this movie. This movie really wants you to know that hey, we are free of most of the restraints that Mortal Kombat has been given, you know what I mean? Obviously, you look back at the older films and there's there's nothing like this one. Um, and, you know, the cast is really interesting. I, I have I have my I have my own personal thoughts, but I, I, I liked this movie as a whole. Um, the story was very different than I expected. Um, and like that, that's all we can say. This this movie feels like it feels like Mortal Kombat, but it feels like something else too. And that that's it. It kind of like takes me in and out of it, which I guess is good. Like I, again, I want to watch it again so I can have a solid point of view on it. I think, and I'll probably do an update to that uh, to to this episode, like you know, another one, because. Like I said, I, I was in and out. I definitely was in and out of, of how I felt about this movie as far as feeling like Mortal Kombat because you are telling a unique story with a new character in Cole and Cole is kind of the central character in this film and everybody else is kind of just around Cole. And um, so you're learning different things. And it, it's funny because I in my last podcast that I spoke about Mortal Kombat, I talked about something in that. I don't want to spoil this. Maybe I will, I don't know. Um, towards the end, I might spoil it, but I, I did like I talked about an idea that I had for an upcoming Mortal Kombat, a future Mortal Kombat film um, after the the past four, like the, the this one and the the other planned three, and it looks like I don't have to wait that long <laughs> for that idea to come to fruition. So I thought that was crazy because honestly, you guys, and I don't want to hear from anybody. I'm gonna tell you right now, honestly, I did not know. I I did not know anything about the character of Cole. I did not know anything about his origin, nothing like that before coming into this film. So it's so funny that I said something and it sort of kind of in this weird way happened. Um, 
I think I think that it, it's kind of cool. I do like the character of Cole, but I have to say he's an interesting character. Um, and I love what this movie is going to set up for future films. I I have my problems with this movie, but overall I liked it. Um, to be honest, like there were certain characters that they that they threw in here that I'm glad that they threw in here because even if certain characters we don't you know we may not see again, um, which it doesn't really imply that it kind of implies by the end that there's a lot of characters we could potentially see again um even if we think that they're dead right um and i'm not i'm not gonna say who or what but i'm you know and there were certain characters that i know a lot of fans have been wanting back in the games that they're getting in this movie that i mean unless i missed something i didn't know they were going to be in this again i did not look up imdb i didn't look up who was going to be in it well i didn't look up who was going to be in it but i did pay attention to the cast um that they showed us right like the pictures they showed us the set pictures they showed us there were certain things i I didn't know so i was caught by pleasantly by surprise by some of the characters that were put into this first movie and I, i liked it i really I want to get to the things that I liked first, and then I'll get to the things that I was like, eh. So, what I liked were the characters that they chose. I, I, I like, I love Sonia. Sonia is my girl. I love Sonia and Melina. Like my two favorite girls are in this movie. My two favorite ones. So I was happy. Um, but Sonia's in this. I love that Jax is in this. I love the character that Jax plays in this. I love the role that he has. You know, in the original Mortal Kombat film, Jax is in the first couple of moments and that's it. And then obviously there's the sequel, which was a recasted actor. And I really did like the way that he, I, the guy who played Jax in the sequel, people give him crap, but I, I want to say that he was the most fun in that sequel to me because I felt like he was having a really good time making that movie. And I, I appreciate that his character and, and how he still kind of well not still but like even in the in the uh webisodes that they did for for after the movie he still played up to that character very well so i i have to say he is a highlight of annihilation but i loved his character in this one i i do like the more serious tone and i i just like the relationship between him and sonia because you know for a long time i've I've thought about you know how close they are and stuff and i've always thought like why is sonia with johnny when i kind of can see her with jazz like i've always thought about that and i i like their relationship with each other how much they care for each other and i think this movie does a better job of telling that story sort of um and not saying that not that they're together but i like their their uh camaraderie i think is the word um i like the way that they work together in this film so i was really happy about that um next i'm going to talk about kano kano in this movie is he's great he really is and i can now see why they did not put johnny cage in this maybe in a future film we might see them both together who knows but um i like that they chose kano because kano and johnny have very similar person like very similar characteristics or I would say very similar personalities but on two different ends of the spectrum right Kano is just a bad bad guy he's so bad and he's he's just a douche and he's bad but Johnny Cage is also like a douche but but a lovable one I guess and so I think if you had both of them in the same film at the same time it would just drive not only Sonya crazy but the rest of us crazy too because honestly when you think about it Sonya ended up with Kano but in another man's body kind of sort of kind of she kind of ends up with a, with a Kano sort of like jet like in another world Johnny Cage and and Kano are like either the same person or best friends in another world in another world but I like what they did with Kano in, the, in this story. I did. And there were parts where, you, you know, Kano is 
a character that you hate, but you also like him too, right? That's that's Kano, and the actor who does uh, who plays him in this movie does a great job. I will say that I think the actors in this film were definitely definitely uh, leaps and bounds ahead of the other ones from the other movies. I like these actors. Um, and I think they played their parts very, very well. I, I will say that I definitely do feel like that, that everyone did a great job. Um, this film really centers around, uh, like I said, Cole and his relationship with his, I think, wife and their kid, which is interesting. Um, I, I didn't need that. For me, I didn't need that, but I mean, it, it, it's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's cool, I guess. Um, perhaps we'll see more of his kid in, in a future film. Perhaps she will become something, you know what I mean? More. So who knows? This might set up what I was talking about in the last one, which was like a future generation of fighters. Who knows? I don't. I have no idea. Um, now I want to get into Kung Lao and Liu Kang and loved them. <laughs> loved them for different reasons. I love Kung Lao in this movie. I love that we get Kung Lao in this movie. I love that we're seeing Kung Lao and Liu Kang together in this movie. And every scene Kung Lao was in, I loved. I, I did. I love Kung Lao in this movie. Liu Kang... Okay, so this, this is where I'm having my biggest troubles when it comes to the characters. Liu Kang. Love the actor who plays him. He's actually the Black uh, the Black Ranger in the new Power Rangers movie. I loved him. Um, he played Liu Kang so different. And that is why I, I, I love him. And I'm sort of like weirded out. And the reason why I'm weirded out, and not in a bad way, but the reason why I'm weirded out is because I've never seen Liu Kang played this way. I've never seen it. I, I've never seen this. And it just, it's weird to me, but I, I kind of get it. I, I kind of understand um, because this is, this is sort of like a um, coming into his own skin sort of Liu Kang movie. You know, we, we meet him. He's very powerful. He's very strong. He's very like, I wouldn't say confident, but I would say he's sure of his abilities, maybe not so much of himself, I think. And I like that we, like, he's he's growing. Because, again, this is not a movie about Liu Kang. So I think it was smart um, of them to write him this way and the actor to play him this way. Uh, this sort of, sort of on the borderline eccentric kind of character. Remember, he's not the focus of this film, which I knew going in. Once I knew that there was going to be a character named Cole, I had figured that Cole was going to be some way, shape, or form the center. And he was going to kind of be like, you know, the viewers, like, this is our way to get into Mortal Kombat, basically. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, something like that. Um, so I think it was kind of cool that even though he's not playing, like, because, you know, we're, we're used to Liu Kang, the confident, strong, and, you know, so assertive and sure of himself and main character Liu Kang, that it was really interesting to see it from a different, his character from a different perspective. And I like the fact that, I guess, though I like the way the actor played him because it made you, I was intrigued with him. I was really intrigued with Liu Kang. And I, I noticed that all the posters and stuff for the movie are Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And I can tell you from beginning to end, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, and I, I had problems with that storyline a little bit um, because, like, so 
I guess saying this, don't go into this movie thinking that because you've played all the Mortal Kombat games and you know the Mortal Kombat lore, that that's what you're going to see on screen. It is not what you're going to see on screen. Not all of it anyway. There's some things, yes, a lot of it, no. Um, and like I said, I'm probably going to watch this again tomorrow because I was actually pleasantly surprised at how much I did like the movie. Again, there are certain things I didn't care for, and I guess I can get into that now. Um, I would... Mm, the amount of time I think we spend in Outworld is what I don't care for. You know, hold on, let me say this. I'm sorry, you guys. Spoilers pretty much ahead. If I haven't already spoiled some things for you already, let me just say spoilers ahead. If you want to watch the film first, please go ahead and do that. I recommend doing that um, before you listen to this next part because I'm probably going to throw in some spoilers. I'm not, I try to be somewhat spoiler free, but at the same time, like if it happens, it happens. So spoilers ahead. You have like five seconds to get the heck out of here and I'll see you later. So five, four, three, two, one and three quarters, one and a half, one and one, and one quarter, I guess, one twenty-fifth, uh, one. Okay, here we go. Um, so yeah, getting into the Outworld stuff, there wasn't enough of it for me. I like, you know what I mean? I, I, I that's what I like is Outworld, and I, I have to say, I did find it interesting how they did Outworld, like the, the, the design, the set design of Outworlds. But I wanted more. I just, I just did. I wanted more creatures, more, more soldiers, more armies. I wanted more, right? I wanted more. I, I think that's that's what it is. I just, I wanted more. I wanted to explore Outworld a little bit more, maybe other realms as well, a little bit more in this film. Um, right off the bat, I love Melina. I, I, I do. I wanted more from Melina though. She was, she was strictly a warrior in this film. And I mean, that's, I guess that's fine. This is the first film. It's the first introduction to the character. I'm hoping she comes back for another film. I'm hoping this isn't the end of her character or pretty much most of their characters on the, um, on the, the, um, Outworld side. I want to see Cabal again, uh, Cabal's in this movie. I want to see Cabal again. I want to see her again. I want to see a few of the other characters again, um, but I I want like, I I feel like you're gonna have to bring her back right because of Katana, like I don't want to see a story where we don't get Katana and Melina moments. I don't and I don't want them to be in flashbacks. I want to have Katana and Melina moments. I think we need those because we didn't even get those in the last movie series. So I definitely want them in this movie series. I get that they're doing something different. I get that they're doing different approaches. All of this I get. It makes sense. However, comma. I think for me, Katana and Melina are the female rival rivalry to uh, the male Scorpion and Sub-Zero, right? And so we get those moments in this film. We even get Kung Lao and Liu Kang moments, which I think are both iconic moments, you know, between those four characters. So I want my Melina and Katana moments. I, I want them definitely in the future. Um, and I, I wanted more from Melina. I wanted her to have more lines. I wanted her to have more of her, like, kind of, you know, conniving, sort of backstabby behavior. I wanted more. I even wanted more playfulness from her, too. I, you know, that's, I think that's the thing. is like, with Melina's character, there's so many different things that she's been. She's been cold-hearted. She's been playful. She's been actually really youthful. She's been a lot of different things. And this movie doesn't do those things justice I think for her so I'd like to see her come back in another installment where she's having more fun and she's more like sort of sadistic Melina um I, I wanted to see her fight more like random soldiers or random things you know um 
so we can really see her at work uh, other than fighting the challengers i wanted to see her fight like throwaway characters too just so we can get an idea of her like bloodlust and just just some some things like that in this movie that's what i wanted um I liked Cabal. I thought Cabal, the inner, uh, the introducing him was cool. Um, I have no real issues with his character. I love the mask. I like the red glowing like eyes and stuff. Loved that for him. Um, I feel like this movie needs a backstory movie, right? I feel like they need a backstory film to this. I would love to have seen a lot of these characters coming into their own. Like, I mean, this is like an origin movie, but it's not at the same time because they could go back and do a sort of prequel to show you Cabal, you know, and him hanging out with Kano and them having their exchanges, um, uh, Molina and Katana, you know, you could really go back, um, uh, you know, Sonia and, uh, and uh, Jax, you can go back into their story too, because we start off with Sonia already having, so Sonia and Jax kind of took it upon themselves to like find um, I'm not even getting into this story. I haven't gotten really into this story. I'm just talking about things that I liked or whatever. So I guess let me give you a brief rundown. I'm sorry. I know this is like out of order, but let me give you a brief rundown of this film. Basically, um, how you're chosen in, in this version of Mortal Kombat is you have the dragon symbol on you somewhere on your body. And that means you are chosen to fight for, for Earthrealm. And so in this film, we have Kano, Jax, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and um, Cole, who have been chosen. Um, other other people have died off already, so we don't know who those other people may have been, um, but they are chosen. Sonya Blade is not chosen, but she does take it upon herself to try to find um, some of the other existing living uh people who who have the the drag the dragon sigil and she ends up uh coming across someone who does but kano kills that person and then she then captures kano and takes him back to where she lives um and so we meet cole cole's a fighter and he's you know he's fighting and uh Jax comes in to see one of his fights he's there to recruit him basically to to get um, them together uh shang sung who i will talk about later um recruits uh, Sub-Zero to then go ahead and get rid of these fighters to kill them. So he comes to Earthrealm to kill uh, Cole. He ends up, you know, uh, Cole ends up teaming up with Jax. Jax tells him to go find Sonya. He stays behind to fight Sub-Zero. That is when, you know, Jax loses his arms um, and Sub-Zero basically leaves him for dead. Melina even reports back that he is dead. So Melina, Sub-Zero, and the others are all working for Shang Tsung on his side to stop um, Mortal Kombat from happening and to kill all the Earth Realm fighters behind Raiden's back. And Raiden is basically left clueless, or so they think, about all this going down. Um, and so anyway, so uh, Cole teams up with Sonya, who again is harboring um, uh, Kano. He's, you know, he's, he's restrained in her home. And um, because Kano killed the, the, the person who had the dragon symbol, he wasn't chosen. So how it works is if you kill someone with a dragon symbol, you then can take it upon yourself, which is what happened with Kano. He wasn't chosen. It happened by mistake. Cole was born with, with the symbol because of who, um, I guess I'm going to, well, I said spoilers already. So Cole is a descendant of sub uh, Scorpion and he is uh the ancestor of the child in in the opening sequence when you watch the opening sequence there's a child that they hide away so that is 
who Cole is. So he was born with the sigil because it's been passed down from generation to generation. So he kind of has like no choice but to fight. Um, and so anyway, so reptile or, you know, a reptilian comes in to basically kill them. And um, they all kind of team up together to kill him. And then they go on a search to find Raiden's temple. And so that's kind of where the quest begins. It's Sonya. Um, and it's Kano, and then it is Cole all going together to find Raiden. So they, they're in the desert, they meet up with Liu Kang, Liu Kang takes him back to the temple, where we also meet, uh, Kung Lao, and they have been training together to, uh, fight for Earthrealm and Mortal Kombat. Um, you know, we, we see Raiden, and Raiden, I, I, I like the actor who plays Raiden, I, I'm glad that they chose him, um, I, there's something about him that I really just did like. It, it's a different take, I think, on Raiden. Um, a serious, he's a serious Raiden, but at the same time, like, I don't know, there's there's something about him. I would have liked more power behind his voice, I think. Um, I kind of like what they do with Shang Tsung's voice a little bit. I wanted more, but I, I think some of the voices in this movie lack power, and I wanted more power in them, and especially from Raiden, because he's Raiden. Uh, anyway, so that um, prompts Shang Tsung to kind of go to the temple and try to kill everybody who's there um, ahead of the of the competition. But obviously Raiden stops that. And then that's when all the fighters have to fight uh, to unlock their powers, right? We know that um, when we come in, Kung Lao has already unlocked his power. Uh, Liu Kang has already unlocked his power. So it's up to these new fighters and Sonya to unlock their powers, except for Sonya, because she's not chosen. Um, and then we also find out that Jax has, uh, Liu Kang took Jax there, who was left for dead, and they give him a new set of arms, and so it's a really interesting film. I really did like the movie, and I liked the, the band of characters that we get. Um, at some point in the film, though, spoilers again, um, Kano ends up, uh, basically turning on them and joining the bad guys team, so, uh, like I said, I really like this movie, um, I think the action was great. I think the fighting was great. I think the acting was really well done. There was just a lot of things that, for me as a Mortal Kombat player, um, it kind of like, whoa, okay, this is happening. Or, oh, okay, this is, do they're doing this. Oh, okay. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that, like I said, took me in and out of remembering this is Mortal Kombat. Um, and I, I think that's the only thing that I would have changed. I wanted more fight scenes. Like, I don't know. I, I like fight scenes with, with like throwaway characters because that that I think is a chance for you to see a little bit more of the playfulness or the abilities of, of the, the fighters without having to like, cause you know, when, when they're fighting each other, it's Mortal Kombat. So, you know, someone's gotta win, someone's gotta lose, right? And, you know, that's where main, the main focus of the fighting in this movie is, is between the, the more like canonic characters, which like I said, I liked uh, the original Mortal Kombat film I liked because, you know, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, all the bad guys kind of fight throwaway characters before they fight the main event fighters. And we kind of get to see their powers. We kind of get to see what they can do and things like that. And in this movie, most of the people they're fighting are the fighters. So if someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. Um, you know what I mean? Versus fighting pro, throw a few throwaway characters before you get to the main event. Um, I wanted more from Shang Tsung in this movie. I really did. I wanted more from him. I think that was one of the only elements that I wanted more of from from some of the characters. Um, this movie, I feel like could have been longer. That's that I think is another thing. When I was watching this film, I was like I like what I'm watching. Um, I, I do feel a little bit 
strange about what I'm watching. Like, I'm not really sure how to feel about certain things, but I definitely wanted more. I thought, um, I think it, it's like 10 minutes shy of two hours, but I was like, no, this could have been like an hour. This could have been like two hours and 20 minutes. Like there's more of a story here. They could have definitely told. And I think that's the only part about the whole Cole's family thing that kind of irked me. Um, you know, I, I obviously I understand that, you know, your family, your loved ones help you unlock your power. We see in the beginning of the film with Scorpion losing his family. And now we have at the end of the film, uh, Cole fighting for his family. So I get the parallels. I understand. But that is the one part for me that I could have done without. I felt like if we focus less on like Cole trying to save his family and in those moments and those scenes, we could have got more Mortal Kombat from this movie. And that's what I wanted. But again, this is just, it's just an, it's an opening film, right? It's the opening movie. You have to tell this story. And I think they do a really good job of doing it. I like the setting of most of the scenes. I wanted more, like I said, yes. But I'm excited because what they're building for, I think will be great. So I, I really hope that this movie makes a lot of money and gets really good reviews because I think they can only, I, I think a sequel will be great. I, that's what I think. I think that th that's what this movie needs for me. I think this movie needs a sequel. That's how I feel. Um, I love the final fight between um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I love that. I think, I have to say, Sub-Zero is like ruthless in this movie. And that's what I, I, I like and I don't like. Because I'm actually a Sub-Zero fan. I do, But I will say, I'm not necessarily a Bihan Sub-Zero fan. I'm more of a fan of his brother than I am of Bihan. So I think I'm okay with that. I think that was the only thing for me that kind of bugged me. But then I remembered myself and I was like, wait a minute, I'm not even a fan of Bihan Sub-Zero. So because this movie is very like Bihan is bad you know what I mean but but when you when you know the, the Mortal Kombat lore of Bihan and the whole thing with him and Scorpion's family you do kind of feel bad for him a little bit because it was kind of a misunderstanding sort of thing thanks to Quan Chi but in this movie that as far as we know that isn't what comes into play in this film and so they just make Bihan this like ruthless character and that's cool and it kind of sucks in a way too because I do like the kind of mistaken identity thing but I mean they could still use that in the future right they could, when they introduce Quan Chi later they can still introduce that but I do like how Duke he was ruthless in this film and it took him a while to get his you know butt handed to him but he did that like I really the fatalities in this movie were great they were really cool and they really did go there and like I said this movie did not shy away from from blood it did not shy away from fatalities and it did not shy away from the cursing it absolutely did not and um I liked it like I said overall I, I liked it I love the character of Kino in this film because he makes a lot of references to things that are in our world um and modern day things um and he's funny, right? And and he's he's just unapologetically himself through and through. Um, I love Sonia. I love her strength. I love you know Melina. I wish there was more from her. Um, I love Jax. I think Jax is a great character. I love his camaraderie with Sonia. Um, I like Cole a lot. I do. I think out of all of them, he's obviously my least favorite because I'm so into the other characters. This movie gave me a lot of who I like. 
I think there were only a few. Like, Rain doesn't make an appearance in this. Johnny Cage, they talk about Johnny, but he doesn't make an appearance. Um, so there was just only a few. Night, I love Night Wolf too, which I think there's an image of like a Night Wolf um, on the wall at some point in the film. So a lot of my faves are in this, and then some of them are not. That's okay because I think in the sequel we probably will get our Katana and our Jade and other characters that I really love. Rain. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the, in the future. But I definitely recommend you guys giving this a watch and like I said I hope that it does really well in the theater and on HBO Max where you can watch it now if you have the service um worth a watch for sure like I said I'm gonna watch it again because I really there were some parts I really liked and I like to just absorb as much of the story as I possibly can um if I feel like there's more to add in the future I will definitely add more to this podcast um in 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 another uh uh, episode and then I'm gonna get into Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably tomorrow. I'm gonna rewatch that uh, last episode again too. It was so good and it definitely stuck with me. And the the emotion behind the last episode was great too. That's what I like about this show is that it's actually very heavy. Um, you know, I, I love that. I love that. I love when you know superhero things because a lot of people get their ideologies from things like superhero movies and things like that so I do like that we are talking about certain very important political or not political but well yeah I guess some political but very important movements and issues in these things because they give people who don't like the news who don't like reality a chance to even face and help understand the reality that they're living in and I like that and comic books have never really shied away from that they've always kind of talked about those things too and so I like that I like that you know they're talking about social issues whether you want to hear them or not and we know like and they know obviously these companies know that you're going to watch these things because you love these characters so if they put that in like I mean is it uh, no I mean it's not like it's not like a like a propaganda sort of thing because again they've been doing this even in the comic books they talk about these issues in the comic books you know what I mean so they're kind of just kind of reiterating what's already been there so that's all I'm gonna say on that for now but definitely give Falcon and the Winter Soldier a watch um I don't want to spoil anything from that episode in this podcast but I'll talk about that later I'll see you guys next time Mortal Kombat is now streaming on HBO Max I believe you have until May 23rd to watch it on the platform and it is also now available to watch in theaters for those of you guys who are doing that so I'll see you guys next time have a great night peace